0: Oh, um, oh, hello there. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, j- just sorry to say, but uh, we we um, have an episode for you today that focuses on how bloody awkward British people are. I got Harry back on the mic to discuss how innately awkward we are or or well nurtured into it we are and to see how we compare to the British stereotype of awkwardness. Has my decade of living outside of the UK made me less awkward? And does Harry have what it takes to shake off the stereotype that British boys really can't dance? This conversation reveals all and more. So sit down. Uh, no, uh, what is it? Uh, sit sit back. Yes, s- sit back. No, sorry, not there. That seat's taken. Uh, sorry, Ap- apologies. But um, yeah, you, you can sit there. Yes, sit there. Sit back that's it. Sit back, relax, and prepare to feel awkward. Hmm. No, you can't relax and feel awkward at the same time. No. Oh, screw it. Just enjoy another episode of the British English Podcast with me, your host, Charlie Baxter, and today's guest, Harry Giles. So I thought we would do a quiz on how awkwardly British we are. And I looked at the, like, multiple-choice Answers and there's a little bit of pop culture in them and I'm sure we can have a chin wag around those kind of topics as we go. So um yeah. How awkwardly British do you think you are, Harry?
1: Not the most awkwardly British, but I think I am awkwardly British. I, I think a lot of the typical things that are complained about when interacting with with English people, I think I'm guilty of a lot a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the one like how socially inflexible we are, you know, like everything's got to be planned with, you know, plenty of, um, notice. Like if some, <laughs> I, I don't like it if he would just turn up at my house. Like I want, I'd prefer some, some notice. Uh-huh. And I do, I do consider myself spontaneous sometimes. However, I do like to know what, what I'm doing and when. Yeah, sometimes a bit socially
0: inflexible. right?
1: Especially if it's not someone I, you know, I'm dying to see.
0: <laughs> so basically, I'm really British because I don't like strangers that I don't like coming to my door and assuming that I'm going to spend time with them.
1: No, you know those friends who like, not, like, you know, not, your, not your closest name friend you. I'm going name names. You hang out
0: with James.
1: <laughs> yeah, people you hang out with sometimes and it's like, you know, you have a, you have a, you have a decent time. Not not an amazing <laughs> time. You're like like you might go and get a bit of food with them on a Tuesday night.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't let them be part of your weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not weekend worthy.
0: <laughs> no. Nice. Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: You'd rather spend a whole weekend alone <laughs> than with them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on the weekend? Loads. Nothing. <laughs>
1: Actually very busy right now, (laughs) playing my bongo.
0: All right. So apparently we've got a media soundboard and I'm going to play it to transition into the quiz. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Question number one. You're meeting a few mates at the pub for a couple of drinks and the first to arrive. What do you do? Stand outside and wait for a friend to turn up so you can go in together. Go in and find a table, but don't get a drink until someone else arrives. Put your jacket on a seat to reserve a table and then head straight to the bar. Text all your mates to ask what they want and get around in. Or find a table, but then just stare intently at your phone so that everyone knows you have friends. Before you begin, I'd like to let you know that we now have an official app released for the British English podcast. You can now listen to this podcast on the new app and get all of the learning resources along with it. And for those of you who are just listening on your favourite podcast app, then I've got a present for you. Download the app, sign up to the course called Free Podcast Worksheets and you will find every single episode available for you to listen to along with the free worksheet for that episode. A huge resource right there waiting for you to enjoy. So go download it right now at your app store, either by typing in BEP or the British English Podcast. Links are also in the show notes. Enjoy this episode.
1: Uh, what Well, what I do, I I definitely don't go and get a table. I don't think that's a very... Uh, but what I do is I go straight to the bar. I, I rarely wait outside. Unless I know of a mate is just about to turn up, I might do that. Otherwise, I'll go in. I'll have a quick look around, see if they're there. And then, I, yeah, I'll just go to the bar. I'll go to the Go bar. to the bar.
0: I would possibly text them saying if if it's just one friend i'd possibly text them saying uh, what beer do you want or what do you want
1: sure what you have if they're near yes yeah i think i'd yeah i think i'd probably do the same yeah but if i didn't know and they're going to they might be a little while then maybe not i like i'd rather get a fresh agreed. pint agreed i'd rather it be you know freshly poured rather than sitting there for 15
0: minutes yeah. oh yeah 15 minutes no way just they're they're 2 or 3 minutes away I'll get you a beer and then I'll put them in a nice place and I'll sit with mine, nurse mine. I won't drink it fast. Yeah. Would you get your phone out then?
1: Oh, I'd definitely have a a look at my phone, I'm sure. I would probably, I find it's a bit, I feel a bit embarrassed if I just sit down and start looking at my phone Ah. because I'm quite self-conscious and I think other people are looking at me thinking, oh, look. He's on his own and he's looking at his phone so that he doesn't look lonely and bored.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Because I would never go to the next level of that. I would just think I should probably look at my phone soon because I'm I probably look a bit weird just looking out and like being mindful.
1: That's true. That's another thing that would. that's another thought that would definitely go through my head, too. But that's a but that's a nice thing to do, isn't it? To to sit there and be mindful. I think that's the ideal thing that I would try to do. And I think that is generally more. It's it's nice, isn't it? It's sitting down with a drink in a nice place, plenty of things to look at. Unless you're sitting in Weatherspoons <laughs> in Bedford, you know, there's there's plenty to look at and take in, and it's a nice chance to just enjoy some quiet time for you with a nice drink. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What about you then? What your what would you do? Yeah, so
0: I I would. I would go in have a little look around if they're not there Mm. go to the bar text them and the barman is probably asking me if I want another beer or not at the time when I need to know so a bit a bit awkward then and then Mm. yeah either get them or not if if they reply quickly and then go out and and meditate
1: (laughs) nice put on some soft chanting
0: I'd probably Uh, go on my phone for a bit then get annoyed with the apps and think they're so shit and then put it down mm. and then, yeah, come back to my beer and my mindfulness. Nice. Yeah. nice. Uh, but what do you think quiz is implying by awkwardly British? What do you think the, the most yeah. awkwardly British answer would be? But there were quite a few options there. And so I'm wondering if you can remember all of them.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I guess just have you got a good yeah. memory. <laughs> I was thinking, though. So a couple of them are quite British things to do. I think getting around in for for your mates before is probably the most applaudably english thing you could do when going to a um, i don't know if applaudably is a word <laughs> uh but the most applauded thing you could do when going to a go to a bar i think that's uh you know you, you'd accumulate lad points for doing that kind of thing and but it's i was thinking the least british thing to do would be going just going straight to a table Without without a drink, just getting a table and putting your coat down. Yeah, that's that. That, that seems a very un-British thing. To
0: I do, really I agree, really, really agree. And I think a lot of non-natives would do that because it's a natural thing to do. I don't know, at a casual restaurant maybe, but yeah. it's just not pub culture, is it?
1: No, exactly. Yeah, we are talking about pubs and bars, aren't we? Yeah, pub. I guess a bar, bars a little bit different. But yeah, to the bar. And what else was it? So going and getting a drink or waiting outside, like waiting outside. I don't know if that's a a, a part of being British. It's just, well, I guess it indicates a bit of social awkwardness and unconfidence. So I guess that could be quite British. I don't know. I just think that's a very normal thing that people do sometimes, isn't it? When they meet up with people, wait outside the bar.
0: Yeah, wait outside. So this is a pub. Uh, Would you wait outside a pub? I mean, you said you wouldn't, but do you see other people waiting outside?
1: I guess it depends on the pub. If it's like a little cozy pub, then I don't know. If it's like a busy pub, like it's a bit more awkward walking in on your own. Yeah. uh, Into a business, it could be a bit more daunting for people. Whereas if it's a, a big pub, lots of space, and there aren't too many people in, then you might be more inclined to do so. Yeah, Not sure. Not sure. Do you see people doing I don't that? think I do.
0: No, I think with big, busy venues, you might see them waiting because they don't want to interrupt the the flow of like, you know, sitting people down with staff and like restaurants and only having two hours at the table, maybe. But a pub, I feel like everyone would just go in and then yeah. get a get a drink and then wait for their friend.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess most people would.
0: Uh, find a table there at your phone or get around in
1: as in the most the most british thing what
0: you would choose
1: oh right i'm getting around in you're getting around in getting around or, or getting myself a drink most like I'd, yeah, I'd go to the bar get myself a drink or someone else a drink
0: that's what I'd okay do. okay cool
1: most awkwardly british thing to do i don't i don't even know what do you
0: think i think the most awkwardly british thing is hidden i don't see it i really don't see it because i feel like the awkward thing is not british Or it's not part of pub culture. I'm not saying British as in like Brits are exclusive to this, but yeah. Anyway. All right. We've we've done that one. So let's go on to the next one. Maybe we do transition two for per question. Remember that this episode, just like every single other episode on this show, comes with a free worksheet where you get to see some of the best native expressions that come up in this very episode, along with definitions made for you. A non-native learner. I've even designed it so that you can play the podcast episode on the same page as the free worksheet. It's super user-friendly, so head over to the BritishEnglish Podcast.com right now and check out the free podcast worksheets, or simply click on the link that says free podcast worksheets in the show notes of this episode. Can you dance? Harry, can you dance? Options coming. Not until you ply me with booze, after which I will go way over the top and then cringe about it the next morning. No way. Can you dance? No, and I don't. Can you dance? Yeah, I'm freaking awesome. Which we need to address the language there.
1: Oh, that's gone very extreme already. Can you dance? It's gone from not dancing.
0: Sorry, John. (laughs) Yeah, I know what you mean. Can you dance? After a couple of drinks, I will awkwardly bob up and down and maybe move my arms a bit. And then the last one, can you dance? I could do night fever and the sprinkler.
1: <laughs> there was no option like the sprinkler. What, what's the sprinkler? The sprinkler is, you know, that... Of
0: course, the sprinkler. How to put that into words. So you're raising one arm and you're pretending to be a garden sprinkler that disperses water evenly throughout the grass and you're going across your body laterally and making mini pointing kind of movements
1: oh yeah you do that don't you You just point
0: yeah kind of
1: point the finger up and down yeah yeah think of night fever but But no they're two different things the night
0: fever i can do night fever and the sprinkler so you've got two dance moves up your sleeve
1: well if you're dancing to night fever you don't do that the whole time Part of Night Fever is doing the sprinkler. Oh, no, that's not the sprinkler.
0: That's not the sprinkler. No, the sprinkler is like a modern dance of like, you know, uni boys just being twats. You know, like the lawnmower or the light bulb.
1: Oh, I see. I don't, sorry, I really don't know these dance moves. I I don't know them. Maybe. Oh, God. Oh, that's awful. I just cringed massively seeing you do that. (laughs) Oh. That's terrible yeah i was thinking this yeah
0: i see what you mean great for audio this
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> okay
1: just explain it really detailed every yeah, time yeah.
0: okay so i want to go back to some of the language uh no until you ply me with booze that's great
1: mm. yeah that's really good yeah i never use the word ply
0: <laughs> even though you're a carpenter I like
1: it. even though i'm a carpenter
0: so yeah to ply somebody with something is to provide a huge amount of yeah. something with them yeah, I guess
1: so. mm-hmm.
0: and then booze Sounds alcohol, good frickin'. Fr- yeah and then the other one uh yeah i'm freaking awesome this is incredibly americanized how would we say that yeah
1: bloody brilliant i'm bloody great yeah
0: bloody brilliant bloody great pretty bloody good I'm
1: pretty bloody good yeah, basically it's a more toned down version when we say
0: Yes, and just swap frickin' frickin' ass awesome. bloody.
1: But some, some English people might say frickin'. But you do find uh a lot of English people that are kind of go in for these Americanisms. Yeah. Who really love American culture and they use a lot of yeah, American phrases and stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. My brother uses the word awesome quite a lot. Awesome is, is used,
0: used quite to. a lot, I think, yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. so yeah and then the other one uh to bob up and down to bob up and down boop, boop, boop. again for audio it's uh to go up and down casually in quick succession or slow
1: as if you're like in water yes like a like a boy like a float like a floating boy b-u-o-y in the water that bobs up and down doesn't it
0: I just wanted to check in with you about something. Are you one of those language learners who often thinks, am I actually making any progress with my English? Is what I'm doing to study actually working for me? Or am I just wasting my precious time here? Well, if you think this way, then I'd like to encourage you to take action on this. Imagine how much more motivated you would be to put time and effort into your English studies if you knew that every time you studied, you would be guaranteed to be making significant progress. How much more satisfying would that be? So what do we need to do in order to find more clarity around this issue? Well, tracking your progress is a wonderful way to show evidence of your language skills having actually improved. And to track progress, the first thing you need to do is understand what level you are currently at. If you haven't taken a level assessment recently, then I highly recommend using my free test that will instantly tell you your level of English. Once you know this, you can start tracking your progress, which comes in many forms based on personal preference and your level of English. But that's a conversation for another time. For now, though, make sure you check your level of English with my free level checker, which is available over on the British Englishpodcast.com slash freebies. That is the British com slash freebies f-r-e-e-b-i-e-s or find it in the show notes of this episode yes exactly and uh, the pronunciation in american is a buoy yeah, really a buoy a buoy a buoy yeah. all right Didn't it's quite know that. fun That's isn't funny. it buoy buoy I think Australians say it as well, buoy. But yeah, we just call it a well, at boy. Least that,
1: at least that eliminates the confusion. Because we it's a good, like, pun to use. Or you can make a lot of jokes if you're on the beach about, you know, swim over and grab that boy.
0: Mm. <laughs> if you told... You can play around. It's funny with. that you could say that to an American person. <laughs> they would be very worried.
1: Yeah, they would just assume you're a pedophile. <laughs> or as they say, pedophile.
0: Yeah, very good. Right, so... Uh, any of those options interesting for you personally?
1: So I feel like it was missing out a couple of important options. Like I wouldn't describe myself as any of those, to be honest. And sadly, the most I would lean towards I'm freaking awesome. Like, but actually, I don't think I'm freaking awesome. What I'd want to say is I have good rhythm and I like dancing and I don't need to be hammered. I don't need to be really drunk. To, to have a dance. So a couple of drinks, I'll start moving around. But for me, it really depends on who I'm with. I'll dance after no drinks if I'm with the right company. But most of my mates are quite inhibited when it comes to dancing. So annoyingly, I have to kind of be at their level of, or drunkness to dance. Otherwise, they won't dance.
0: Mm, that's really interesting. I like that. That says quite a lot about our culture. Generally, we've got bad yeah. rhythm and we don't feel comfortable dancing unless we are absolutely blottoed or plied with booze i think i need
1: i could definitely get you dancing
0: you can get me dancing but i do feel more comfortable with a couple of drinks in me and i will awkwardly bob up and down until i've got at least three or four drinks in me i'd say what you said made me think of the moment (laughs) at uni and i think you were going on a on a date with a girl friend at the time and the night was going well and then you went into a bar slash club and uh somebody made a comment about your dancing and it put you in a really bad mood and it ruined the date do you remember this <laughs> do you remember this
1: no i don't remember that So i was on the date with emma rose oh, tully oh, okay
0: yeah full name yeah what's her credit card in, i just love that
1: right. i love that name <laughs> in nottingham yeah And someone commented on my dance.
0: Yes, in a negative way. I think you heard them say that that guy can't dance. (laughs) And you got really affected by it. And then you got into an argument with her. (laughs) But, you know, this is over a decade ago. You've got some skills now. (laughs) I don't remember that
1: time, but I remember going out. Maybe I was with um, someone I was seeing but my friend Rochelle, she made a comment about my dancing, and it, and she was like mocking my dancing, kind of imitating me. And I remember it, it really rubbed me up the wrong way. And I, yeah, I felt awkward dancing after that. It, it, it killed my my vibe. It killed
0: your vibe. That's a good phrase for that. Yeah, it killed my vibe.
1: Pretty. I think it's a nice thing to do. You know, to if someone's doing a dance move, to like mirror their oh. their move. I think it's quite, it's quite fun. Like you, on the dance floor, you shouldn't take yourself too seriously. So maybe that was my mistake. I was taking myself too seriously because now I love having a dance, but I don't do it enough when I go out. Like the, the other week, I re, there was a band on in my local pub and there were, there were like two girls dancing and like there weren't that many people around, but the music was great and they were having such a nice time and I really wanted to go and dance but I was with someone that would just never, ever do it. And if I did it, it would be such a weird <laughs> social thing to do. <laughs> Cause like this, it just wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't our vibe, but I really wanted to. And I, yeah, it was, it was, I was kind of torn yeah. between, do I just go and live? Or do I sit here and be miserable with this bar?
0: I can imagine you downing your your pint that was paid for by you so that you can then say, all right, next one's yours. And then he goes up to the bar and you can just run off to the dance floor, get a couple of minutes in with them doing the sprinkler.
1: (laughs) Very good idea. Next time, next
0: time. (laughs) You're freaking awesome. Okay, fair enough.
1: Well, only because there's no better option. that's more suiting. I I don't think I'm freaking awesome. But I think I can dance and I like, I like dancing. I just, I wish I um, had or put myself in more places where I could dance. I, I want to I get back to going to dance classes, you know, because I was doing salsa dancing for a while. And yeah, I want to start doing that again. Nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. And
0: you've got your bongos that must keep your, ta- your your foot tapping and the rest of your body wanting to get into Big it time. all. Big time. Big time. Yeah. Okay. The next question Question number three. High five, question mark. And the response, high five. Or, okay, fine, but as long as we awkwardly do it again after we inevitably mess up the first one. High five, begrudgingly, high five. Or, high five, fuck off.
1: It depends, again, who's offering the high five. Me and you have definitely high-fived each other incredibly enthusiastically before. Yes, having just finished something, maybe just recording a video or something. And be like, high five! Yes, like we are mocking. I'm sure
0: we are mocking it, though. I think
1: we are mocking it, but we're loving it too.
0: Absolutely loving it. Yeah, but I think
1: no better like way of celebrating camaraderie than through a high five and a kiss, in my opinion. <laughs> Or a big kiss on the lips, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a stroke of each other's facial hair.
1: Oh yeah, I'd love to stroke your facial hair.
0: Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: so I would sometimes really go in for a high five, but yeah, it's always done with a hint of irony because let's face it, high fives are sad.
0: <laughs> Again, this is cultural because Americans bloody love it, and there's there's no like. Well, I'm stereotyping, obviously. That's what the whole thing is, but. A, a lot of Americans are, are very comfortable with that feeling mm. that we would class as cheesy and uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah. They are the, the, the creators of cheese, aren't they? Yeah. They invented cheese.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, the not, French not did. Not cheese. I'm not talking about cheese. Yeah. I don't know if the French did. Who who do you reckon invented the cheese or cheese? Surely everyone. Well, actual cheese? <laughs> yeah. Cows,
1: I that's yeah, that's beyond me. I don't know
0: <laughs> where. Well,
1: I did buy some very nice cheeses the other day. I bought, I bought a, oh, was it Stanford Blue? Was it Stratford Blue? Stan, I think it was Stanford Blue. Bloody lovely. It's like Stilton, but um, better.
0: Very nice. Wow,
1: no, it's not Stanford,
0: 8000 BC is a. according to the first Google is when they think that they found sheep cheese. So it wasn't right. even the cow.
1: And it wasn't even the goat.
0: Meh. I it mean, was sheep cheese. That could have been either, yeah.
1: You never hear people talking about sheep cheese, do you?
0: No. No, you don't.
1: Yeah, There's goat's cheese.
0: There is. <laughs> there's goat's yes, there cheese. Is. I okay. imagine it's
1: quite similar to goat's cheese, because they are quite... They sound the same, same. so
0: surely they should taste the same.
1: You know, I mean, they're like cousins, aren't they? Sheep and goats. They're like of the same ilk.
0: Yeah. It's probably why they don't marry each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First cousins. Okay, Mm -hmm. so what are we doing? Begrudgingly... Cut from the same cloth. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's that's the phrase I like. Sorry, go on.
0: Cut from the same cloth of wool
1: oh i see mhm
0: not sure if that works
1: nice definitely a worthwhile contribution
0: it's not though cuz goats don't have wool do they
1: no <laughs> no they don't uh my bongo heads are made of goat
0: goat skin sure
1: skin yeah yeah not the head of a goat <laughs>
0: That'd be painful to hit. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What are you going for with the high five?
1: I'm going fully in. Yeah. But with an I- ironic. Wait, can can I have the options again, actually?
0: High five. Okay, fine. Yeah. But as long as we awkwardly do it again after we inevitably mess up the first one, begrudgingly, or fuck off.
1: Okay, actually, the most common one for me is... Okay, I'll go in for it, but we'll have to do it again because we'll inevitably fuck up the first time.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we go.
1: I would never leave someone hanging. I'd always go in. Yeah. I'd always do a high five.
0: Yeah, that's what you might hear if somebody does avoid the high five. They would say, don't leave me hanging. Question number four There's a plastic bottle rolling around on the top deck of the bus and it's noisy and annoying. What? do you do leave it but silently seethe with rage every time it rolls across the bus slyly boot it down the bus when it gets near your feet or pick it up and put it on the seat next to you
1: pick it up and put it on the seat next to me
0: yeah Yeah, definitely nice
1: depends how close it is to me but yeah if it's if it's near me then yeah definitely pick it up
0: yeah I, i think i'd silently seethe for a while
1: Right. Well, I would, too, until it's close enough to me to pick it up. So you'd silently seize yeah. until you get off the bus.
0: I mean, if it came near. well, If it's really dirty, are you going to pick it up? If it's like got loads of stuff on it?
1: It depends how filthy it is. If it's like the most filthy bottle, filthiest bottle I've ever seen, then maybe not. It's got
0: but... a bit of poo and a used condom on. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on, put a, in my put bag.
1: A flannel on it, <laughs> Straight in the bag,
0: yeah. <laughs> use that for later. I'll use that later. <laughs> so you're picking it up, put it next to you. All right. Question number five Which of these best describes your school years? I spent a lot of time hanging around by bus stops and pretending to smoke candy sticks. I was a twat. <laughs> I was one of the cool, sporty kids. I went through so many awkward phases. Don't even go there.
1: Okay, and the fir- what was the first one again? First option:
0: uh, hanging around bus stops, pretending to smoke candy sticks.
1: So I definitely, you know, flirted with that kind of lifestyle. I think I basically went through a couple of different phases. I think I was a bit of a. Twat at times. I think at times tried to be a little bit of a bad boy, naughty kid, but I wasn't really. Definitely a little bit twatty sometimes. Already said that. And yeah, lots of phases. So a bit of a bit of all of them. Was there another one apart from the phases thing?
0: Sporty kid. Sporty. sporty
1: Oh, and yeah, and I was yeah, I was I was pretty sporty for for a while. That was something I really like. Identified as yeah of sporty kids so but a little bit of little bit of all of them and also a little bit of don't go there
0: oh well so literally all options i reckon we should put i went through so many awkward phases yeah really. yeah that's
1: probably it yeah that's probably it yeah exactly
0: if i was to guess for you i would put i was a twat
1: nice i don't know yeah, yeah thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> what would you put for me
1: yeah same same.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I changed change was to am. <laughs>
0: Would you any other guesses or definitely just twat?
1: Let me think. I imagine yeah, you went through lots of phases. I think you were probably similar to me, but maybe a bit less twatish.
0: I think I was probably a little bit, a little bit less twatish, and little, a little bit less trying to smoke candy sticks at a bus stop, and. It probably wasn't as cool and sporty. I think you were probably more sporty than me. I don't know. Definitely cooler.
1: Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was pretty sporty. I was pretty sporty. I don't know. Well, you were into like cricket, weren't you? You loved cricket. Yeah,
0: but I wasn't cool. I mean, I was... No, you were sporty. Yeah. 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 Cricket is <laughs> the least cool sport, isn't it? Yeah. Got all the ladies. Yeah.
1: Although where you're from, cricket probably was cool.
0: It was relatively okay. It wasn't, it wasn't great. But I wouldn't ever say don't even go there. Mm. And I probably wouldn't say I went through so many awkward phases.
1: Right. Basically a bit of a twat, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bit of a sporty twat. A sporty twat.
1: Bit of a sporty twat. Yeah. Uncool, sporty twat.
0: Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Right. Let's make this the last one. Uh-huh. Question number six. So... The hairdresser has royally fucked up your haircut, even though you spent a lot of money on it. What do you do? Okay, number one. Tell them what you don't like and get them to sort it out sharpish. Option number two. Say, it's great, thanks. Then run home, cry a little bit and wear a hat forever. Option three. Say it's fine, but then go and get it cut somewhere else ASAP. And option four, just rock it and pretend it's an edgy new style you've invented. We will leave it there for part one of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening up to this point. If you did want to listen to part two and part three of this conversation, then you can head over to the com and check out the premium podcast or academy memberships. The premium podcast gives you access to the full conversation along with extended glossaries, transcripts and flashcards. Whereas the Academy gives you all of that, plus exclusive videos and audios for the season-based episodes, explaining the vocabulary, exampling them, giving you quizzes, writing assignments and weekly speaking classes on zoom but if you were just here for part one of this conversation then i thank you very much for stopping by i hope you enjoyed the show do grab that free worksheet by clicking the link in the show notes my name's charlie and i will see you next week on the british english podcast